1: Yeah, so we're like additional uh, hundreds of hands and minds for YouTube to help them to grow the community of creators. Three, two, one.
0: My name is Espri Devorah, host of The Women in Tech Show the show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I.
1: Hey, this is Adam Marks. I'm a tech founder, writer, and consultant, and I've been listening to the Women in Tech podcast for about three and a half years now. Esprit does a phenomenal job spotlighting Female entrepreneurs from all over the world. And one thing I love about the show is listening to their stories and how they've built their companies and organizations. We should always be pushing for representation and equality every time we go into the boardroom, every time we look for co-founders, every time we look to hire employees for our companies. So support representation and equality, support the Women in Tech podcast, follow me at Adam Marks13 on Twitter and on LinkedIn. And remember to always look for the orange sunglasses.
0: To connect and collaborate with extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating women in tech around the world. I am so excited for our next guest who's making me absolutely nostalgic. Welcome, Vera from Kiev, Ukraine. Am I saying it right? I'm always so concerned if I'm saying each guest's names correctly.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hello, Espy. Really nice to be here with you today.
0: Trying so hard to get all the pronunciations. (laughs) You are doing great. You had a great experience. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I love that I get to have you on the show today. To kick things off, go ahead and let everybody know who you are and a
1: little bit about what you do. My name is Vera Slavinska. I'm a head of global business development for Air Media Tech Company. Uh, We're a company which helps creators, primarily YouTubers from 44 countries, to develop and uh, grow on YouTube and other platforms all over the world and, of course, monetize their popularity. That's what the company does. We have a whole ecosystem for creators which comprises of over 50 different products which help them to become better day by day or just concentrate on the creativity and we take care of many other things.
0: Vera woke up at 4 a.m. just to be on the show. You look amazing. I wish I could look like that at 4 a.m. So we have a special episode today. We're, of course, going to get into Vera's background, but we're also going to be talking about how to truly accelerate being a content creator. Can you tell us a little bit about AIR and what we should be expecting out of the conversation after we dive into your journey, Vera?
1: AIR has been in the industry for over 10 years now. And starting from 2011, the company has a status of a YouTube certified partner. It means that uh, YouTube has delegated us certain functions for technical development uh, and support and monetization of channels of YouTube creators. The company has developed an ecosystem of products which help creators to grow. What we do actually, we try to help in all possible ways creator to focus on what he does best creating the content, and we are trying to take care of most of uh, technical things, starting from resolving technical issues with the platform, going deeper with analyzing channels statistics and helping creators to improve on key performance indicators. We also help with the strategy for channels with programming. With promotion, we'll help creators to find each other and collaborate with each other and uh, many, many other things for really mature creators who are big enough on YouTube. We also help to build businesses around these activities um, like merch uh, and uh, making some offline things. For many creators, we became a bridge to global popularity via services of translation and localization of their content to different languages.
0: What kind of tips will you be giving us later in the conversation about being a successful creator and growing a brand for yourself?
1: I think that I'll give uh, basic steps uh, uh, like to dos. what to do, what do you need to do to be uh, successful on YouTube primarily and a creator in social media overall, as probably most of you understand that in today's digital world, it's almost impossible to develop in any sphere without having a strong social presence, and having a social presence on just one platform is already not enough. So I'll try to give some tips on how you can perform well, primarily on YouTube, but on all the other platforms as well.
0: Let's dive into it. When did you first become attracted to the world of technology? When did you first kind of get that spark of intrigue?
1: Well, actually, being a teenager, I was watching some movie about a secret agent, a blonde lady who was hacking all the systems on her way. And I was so fascinated by her uh, image, by her coolness, that I decided to enter the IT faculty of a university in Ukraine, and I got my bachelor's degree in IT. So that was the beginning of my story with IT.
0: And where did you go from there, from being a student of IT to employed in IT?
1: Well, actually, my uh, story probably is not a typical one because I've been hired for a multinational company as an IT student for an internship program. And then within just a half of a year, I was offered a position in the marketing department because I'm obviously strong in communications. Most part of my career was developing uh, in the marketing of uh, different companies from big multinationals and ending up with some local companies, some consultancies. Probably five and a half years ago, I just found myself on a meetup, offline meetup of YouTube creators organized by Air Media Tech Company. I was acquainted with the founder and uh, the energy there was really something special because uh, most of people uh, were looking like geeks. Uh, Everybody was uh, having camera in their hands. Somebody was um, wearing VR helmets and it was something really special five and a half years ago. At the same time, they were really uh, joyful and um, positive people. There was a very special energy there that I approached. Uh, the founder of Media Tech, Sergey, and I asked, "Listen," uh, said to him, "Listen, um, I'm a marketing specialist. I have uh, this and this uh, kinds of skills. I know the advertising world well. I'm really well connected with uh, different agencies and people in this market. If you can see me somehow in your company." I'm open let's talk about it and probably after two or three months I joined air air media Tech as a leader for a new project I started an influencer marketing department within this uh, company from scratch and for four years in a row I was developing it step by step uh, bringing influencer marketing as a kind of media to Ukrainian market at the time because here The market is catching up everything what's going on in the U.S. and uh, in uh, Western Europe. So we really did well because currently we have direct contracts with big brands like Coca-Cola, MasterCard and others. And we helped lots of creators, first YouTubers, and we also started work uh, with Instagrammers to believe that their hobby and what they like to do can be their profession as well and can bring them really good money not only from AdSense, but also from brands. One
0: of my favorite questions to ask is, what's a huge obstacle you've successfully overcome and how did you overcome it?
1: Probably the most complicated for me uh, from psychological uh, point of view and from business point of view as well was the period when we were just starting developing this influencer marketing division because nobody on this market knew that creators and influencers can work as a media and probably during one year or maybe a bit more i couldn't see significant results of my work i was talking a lot about this opportunity on different conferences i was trying to push things forward and um, actually this was really uh, complicated to overcome the resistance of the market and marketeers who were quite conservative I would say after all, everything started working out and what really helped a lot is that uh, at a certain point of time, our company organized a very big event for uh, creators and fans, uh, which allows us to get in one spot over 6,000 people uh, during the first year and show uh, the power of influencers. So it was a festival for bloggers and fans, something similar to what uh, you have in LA, uh, which is called VidCon.
0: Oh, VidCon is huge here. So you essentially have the VidCon of Europe.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, we managed to develop one of the biggest festivals for bloggers and fans in European uh, region, and uh, we did it four years in a row. This year, we were supposed to have the fifth festival, but <laughs> as everybody knows what happened, last year, we had uh, already 17,000 people visiting during two days of the event.
0: Wait, 17,000 in attendance virtually, right? Not in person. In
1: person, in person. First, we wanted to show uh, the market how does the power of influencers, digital influencers, look like. So we brought fans... Of influencers to one spot and give them opportunity to communicate, to have meets and greets with their favorite creators, to have that emotional, real life exchange, and also provided lots of different entertainment around that. So this was really a strong push for the market development here because many people from business side attended the event because we also had some business track there with the conference, and then everything started uh, rolling.
0: Does AIR primarily serve just Europe or is it for the US as well?
1: It historically happened so that the company uh, was founded in Canada uh, more than 10 years ago, but then our founders moved for a living to Europe and the operations were developing in this region mostly. But currently, uh, we are looking more closely at the US market and we have a bunch of creators from the US who we help to develop.
0: And what does it mean to develop a creator? Because I know creators need so much support from emotional support to business operations. So how does AIR step in from every single angle? Because I know you're really proud to be part of the team at AIR. You shared with me that the culture of AIR is so outstanding. So definitely share with us what is that culture that made you so proud to be part of the team?
1: Oh yeah, thank you for this question. Creators obviously require different level of help on different stages of their development. So when a person is just starting to explore YouTube and uh, its opportunities, he obviously or she uh, faces challenges with uh, lots of technical details like proper video optimization, working with promotion, working with the content structure, because you know that to be successful, you need to know how to keep viewers' attention for substantial uh, period of time, because even if you provide an interesting content, but it is not structured in a proper way, you will just lose the attention. So we help a lot with the uh, now, education with a consultancy, both individual uh, way, uh, but also we arrange lots of educational events for creators where we literally teach them how to do things right. And besides that, uh, many creators, especially on the early stages of development, face difficulties with uh constantly changing YouTube algorithms and YouTube policies. So some things which were okay yesterday may not be okay today. Many creators, especially in, um, in, uh, for instance, kids and family content segment experienced really uh, hard times, especially two years ago when YouTube changed his policies uh, very abruptly. And uh, many of them were just uh, losing their channels. So channels were blocked or demonetized and uh, people were frustrated they didn't know what to do and then our team helped creators to work on their content to clean their channels from something which is not appropriate to help them to negotiate the restoring of the channels with youtube because being a youtube partner we have a live person on the platform side to communicate. For a normal person who just uploading video on the platform, even if he's uh, big enough, sometimes it's challenging to get the support from the platform. And the platform is huge. It's clear that they cannot provide help to everybody who's there.
0: It's definitely something we need as content creators to be heard and to be able to get our issues handled right away. So that is an amazing resource.
1: Yeah, so we're like additional uh, hundreds of hands and minds for YouTube to help them to grow the community of creators. Because, you know, sometimes many creators suffer from things like delegating, like YouTube delegating certain functions to algorithms. Like in the beginning of the lockdown, you know, that many YouTube employees had to stay at home and to take care of their safety. Moderation function on YouTube was uh, totally delegated to algorithm for a certain time. And as a result of that, a lot of good videos uh, were defined as uh, inappropriate. And uh, YouTube didn't have just enough uh, people to watch them through. Um, and uh, to check whether it's really a problematic uh, content or not. And lots of creators suffered. And I cannot say for others, but I know that our company helped a lot of creators to bring their videos back to life and actually continue uh, what they do on the platform.
0: If I'm a content creator, what does it look like to work with Air? How many followers do I need to have? How much content do I already need to have published? What do I need? Where do I need to be in my journey for Air to step in and support me?
1: Well, actually the uh, numbers which we start to work with uh, is uh, 1500 subscribers on the channel and uh, 6000 hours of watching video of by audience during the last year. The Creator uh, sh- is supposed to create an original content, and this content should not violate any YouTube policies. We also have some our internal policies on Air Media Tech side. Like we try to work with creators of content which we believe makes uh, people's life better. So we do not uh, work with creators who create something which, on our mind, promotes unhealthy things. And the, the channel should be connected to AdSense, then we can work with channel like that. At the same time, uh, certain services uh, in our ecosystem can be provided on um, subscription-based or, for instance, with translation services, so they can be just paid separately. But in order to join the ecosystem, to connect it, and to get the most <laughs> of its services, the creator needs to be connected so we have access to his analytics, and uh, it also helps us to... Uh, provide that support uh, with um, negotiations with on with YouTube if any issues appear, depending on the level of creator in terms of his experience on the platform which is correlating with number of subscribers and views we provide him with different uh, services so the more mature creator is the more um, sophisticated services become so for on certain stage we start making deep dives into the channel uh, making channel audits and provide him with guidance on how to do um, better in future for some creators we make channel development strategy which uh, is organized in such a way that we sit with the creator first, uh, analyzing his channel, then we start developing, well, we've set goals, objectives, uh, like uh, what number of subscribers he or she is supposed to gain until a certain period in time, how many views should every video generate on average. And then we develop a strategy on how those goals can be achieved. This includes both programming strategy, how she or he should uh, experiment with different video formats, what does he need to do with the structure of his every video in order to keep attention longer, how he is supposed to promote those videos. We also help creators to find good matches for collaborations of course many creators collaborate with the people they just know in life at the same time if you want to scale your popularity on youtube you're supposed to go wider and sometimes we manage to find good matches for creators to collaborate with even if they're located in different parts of the world and it really works great because collabing is one of the most powerful tools for YouTubers to grow their audience and to scale their popularity.
0: One question I like to ask, kind of transitioning into more back into your story and the kind of technology you use outside of AIR, of course, what is your favorite app, software, or hardware,
1: or website? From work-related apps, obviously my favorite one is youtube but honestly you know uh, there are lots of video platforms but youtube as a platform is also a very powerful search engine so it's actually a gateway to whatever you want whatever you need in a certain period of time at the same time i like its analytical module which helps me a lot when i'm working with the creators on certain aspects And as a human being, I like uh, Google Maps. (laughs) I like to travel a lot. And uh, I was fascinated. When I uh, came to the U.S. for the first time, I know that I'm supposed to take a car because it's impossible to move along uh, the country without a car. I was nervous. uh, How will I manage with that? Foreign country, big car. uh, I don't know how everything works. And that little app in my phone just helped me to feel like at home being on cross. I'm just in love with an app called Duolingo. They're just a genius of gamification. And uh, sometimes I'm spending hours on that. And you know what, I've even decided to substitute uh, social networks in Certain way by this app because sometimes we use social networks on purpose when we need to check how things are and post something, reply on comments and exchange messages. But sometimes we use them as a time killer. So I decided to use this app as a time killer and learn new languages at the same time.
0: What's your day to day look like at AIR?
1: Currently, obviously, we all work from home. And I have uh, lots of uh, meetings with uh, people from different functions. Uh, my function is called global business development uh, manager, uh, head of global business development. Uh, I work closely with different teams. So I work uh, closely. First of all, I have three people uh, working under my. Mm, guidance, head of business development uh, in Canada and head of business development in Dubai working closely with them and planning everything every day is so different because I have like uh, one day is uh, like Monday is dedicated to planning so I'm working with my direct reports on synchronizing all our efforts for the next week, the second day is usually dedicated for uh, synchronizing within the team uh, in how office. We do lots of PR activities and I communicate both with our marketing team, uh, with the uh, PR agency and uh, we're trying to being a company which has access to lots of really unique information. We are trying to share it in the best way we can uh, and be helpful, not only for our direct partners, but, but also for some other people in the world. So, <laughs> well, really, really lots of uh, different things. Maybe, maybe you're asking about my uh, personal schedule.
0: No, 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 no. I did intend to your work schedule. And I ask every guest this, have you been on a podcast before?
1: It's my first time. Okay. I was virgin just a half an hour ago. I was a virgin in terms of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's
0: so cool. I always joke that I hope that everybody poaches all of our guests on our podcast to continue to elevate women and for you to have many opportunities to be on many shows. And so thank you for allowing me to be your first. (laughs) Two last questions. This one may be in Ukrainian. What is a book that you really like? Or do you have one in English? It could be Ukrainian or English. Don't feel pressured to just choose English.
1: The last book, uh, which really deeply impressed me, is Becoming by Michelle Obama. I really saw a very powerful woman uh, from the other side. So she's so open there. She shares so many personal things Uh, which I actually didn't expect. Yes, this probably was really an eye-opening book for me because what you see in media is one thing, and there she is uh, human weaknesses with with lots of emotions and uh, life struggles. And she's really my role model in many senses.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. And what would you say is the best piece of advice that you've gotten throughout your career? What's really stuck with you?
1: I wouldn't say uh, like it's a piece of advice, but it's a phrase. It's a quote uh, by uh, Facebook COO, which really pushes me forward. Done is better than perfect. It's really simple, and probably many many people use this quote. But it really pushes me forward because having spent in marketing a substantial part of my career, uh, often too much concern about how things will look like, how they will be perceived by different audiences. Well, it's necessary to do so, but looking for that perfection, well, not always, but often is a barrier to just starting things and moving them forward for myself and uh, sharing some things with the world. Yeah, so probably this phrase is something which is very pushing me forward and supporting me on my way. I love that. How can people connect with you? Uh, Yeah. So I think that LinkedIn is uh, probably the best place to connect, especially when it comes to some business-related communication. I'm trying to respond on all messages which I receive. So please welcome.
0: And can you spell your name for everybody to find you on LinkedIn?
1: So V-I-R-A-S-L-Y-V-I-N-S-K-A. Vera Slidinsko.
0: Vera, thank you so much hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. Oh my God, your voice. You guys, I was crushing on her voice before the podcast started because it makes me so nostalgic for my last four years, like traveling country to country, interviewing all of you amazing women. Right now I'm just in LA, which is
1: so unusual for me. Hearing your voice is just, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Esprit. Thank you for your incredible energy and positivity. You already made my day. It's just 20 minutes to 6 in the morning now. (laughs) But I'm already so charged. I would love to say to all women who are listening to us now, ladies, don't be shy. Don't be shy to share uh, your thoughts with the world, to share your personality with the world. Stay authentic when you're doing so. Be brave because social media have two angles. and one, the most beautiful angle of it uh, is that it really can open incredible opportunities for you, for your development, for your growth, as a personality. and I wish you to explore them to the max. To
0: connect on social, remember to go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you very much for being with us. I'm Vera Slavinska from Air Media Tech, the company which helps... YouTubers from all over the world to develop and monetize their popularity globally. And you're listening to Women in Tech.
0: The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a WeAreTech.fm production.